What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 46 of Punks Under Pressure Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Valentino. And I'm B.A. And be sure to subscribe and rate us on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PunksPod and let us know that you listen to us by using the hashtag PodPunks. You can email us at PunksPod at gmail.com. How has your week been so far, the last couple weeks, I should say? Child, last few weeks, last month, um, been good. Um, just working and work is coming slow. Just been catching my breath since work is slowed down. And I've been going to the gym in the gym. That's really what got me tired today. I'm tired as fuck. I'm just not waking up from like a a weed induced um tired from the gym this morning as slumber. And it's like, but I'm good. But I've been going to the gym lately. I've been trying to like really I gotta get back in shape. Which, you know, I'm seeing gains and stuff, but okay. it's tiring me out. It's making me sore. And it's just. Have you been stretching? I have been stretching, bitch. I'm getting old. I have to stretch. <laughs> I stretch all the time. Like even when I'm not in the gym, just around the house, just always stretching and shit. But that's it. And uh, being in the house, tr- saving money, really, just getting out of this habit of like thinking I have to spend money because I'm not doing nothing else. And I've realized I'm spending way too much money, like on food. When I'm not even hungry, and I'm like, I gotta stop doing that because it's you, you know, not good because I'm gaining weight, and then it's like a waste of money, mm-hmm. like a big waste of money. And then you know, I'm trying to be more conservative shit with my money since I'm ready to move and all that bullshit. And what you been up to? Well, I've been on a few dates and stuff. Oh, exciting! So, um, they've been going pretty good so far. Other than that, oh. I've been going. I've been going to the gym as well. I done gained all my COVID weight back, mm. which I'm, which, which I'm kind of mad about because I was like, I was joking with one of my friends the other day. I was like, "Child, I do miss that two thirty weight." Shut up. Oh, right, excuse me. I oh my bad. I told y'all if I see y'all in this shit, y'all gotta excuse me when I tell you like I really just woke up from this weed induced coma. But um, keep going. What would you say? <laughs> I missed that two thirty weight. Now I'm back to two fifty in a month, and I'm like, ooh. Mm. But I yeah, better, that better what? But I was like, ooh, I missed that when I was walking sickly for a little bit. But I was like, no, I don't. Oh, bitch, no. I um, I have to get rid of this um. Um, gut, like that's what I like. My gut just feels like it's just I've been pregnant all quarantine. That's what it feels like, <laughs> and it feels like I feel that thing where this this is for the first time I ever felt like I can feel myself like that I've got older because like I'm not snapping back as quick as I normally snap back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, always the signs. I'm like, uh, okay, what's going on here, girl? (laughs) (laughs) This shit ain't stepping back as quick as it used to. And then also, I noticed it too, like, my beard. When I cut, I used to cut my beard off, and that shit would be back, like, down, like, 
hang time in like two weeks. Now it takes like a little bit longer for my beard to grow back too than it normally did. Child. I don't know what that means or what that's about, but the signs are, the signs are getting older. So you, I don't have my glasses on today, but that's enough. That's how I know I'm getting older for real. Because you see, you see, I didn't have mine on when we first came. I had to go get them bitches. I can't be looking at this looking at this screen without no glasses. Because child, one of my eyesight, like my eyesight, is getting blurry, mm. and so I can hardly see the um, street signs now. So that's on time I wear my glasses. And now, eat some carrots. Eat some carrots. You know, black folks love to say that. Say that eat some carrots. What the fuck that's gonna do? Black folks get on my nerve with some of these sayings like that. <laughs> some of that shit is be downright disrespectful. Like I'm losing. I'm like I, I'm talking about. I'm going blind in one eye. Motherfucker said me to eat some carrots. You know, get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of black folks, so we didn't talk about um the drag race who won last episode, which was yes. Simone. another black queen. So you think she was justified in winning? Um, yeah. Um, I really I hate that they didn't give. I hate that they let um her and Candy be the top two and. Now Candy can walk around saying she was runner up, and I don't like her to be able to have that. <laughs> I don't want to give that bitch that. But anyways, <laughs> her ego, her ego is already big. Listen, they should have sent her ass home. The first <laughs> but nah, um, it's cool. But what I did see on the um, recent um, thing with Simone, um, she posted a picture of her. I mean, her drag family posted a picture of them like doing a reaction to like her win mm-hmm. and they were all white so you know that's been the criticism or one of the criticisms that uh theories i should say that a lot of fans had a lot of the black fans had no but i said that i said that here on this show i, I know. said that um I, I said that her um instagram when she first came to the show the very first episode i went to her instagram and i was like huh this is very black okay-ish. Um, I, I wonder if, if that boy know he done coined the term <laughs> black okay. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> do you know where that comes from? I, it comes from um somebody on Grinder. Yes, yes. And it leaked over to Twitter, yes. But um, I was like, this is black okay-ish. And then when she did the um, um Harriet Tubman thing, I was like, um, um, and then it's like her drag is almost like is it like it is kind of characterist, whatever you want to call whatever whatever's the right word, characterist, whatever a character. character. But it's like, yeah, it's it's that it's very that. And it's like, uh, but we'll see. Did you think she should have won? Yeah. Mm. She was one of my picks. Yeah, it was clear that she was she was clear. Her, her I mean, it would have been okay with any of them winning, but I don't even see why Candy was in the top four. Like Candy did not bring any memorable looks other than like that red leather um number she had on at the finale. And that's it, really. Candy ain't really brought anything this season. I think they just kept it for television. Truthfully, because they had she did, to. Because she did make she didn't out. It's like certain people when it comes to reality TV, they just keep for production purposes because if she went home, they really wouldn't have anything else to. Right, because she she burnt the fuck out of that uh, that 
bubbly drink or how you pronounce it because every time i drink one i think about that bitch <laughs> so you start drinking thirsty hoe huh? so you start drinking you start drinking bubbly because of drag race no here's the deal i have been drinking um carbonated uh sparkling water because it, it helps me to stop drinking so much soda okay um and it like uh yeah and it doesn't have that uh that you know sometimes when it when stuff is made with that fake sugar it has that aftertaste it doesn't have that Okay. That, that artificial sweetener taste, it doesn't okay. have that. I know that one. Uh, right. So it's like, it tastes like, um, uh, what's the one? LaCroix and all the other shit. It's good. Okay. I never had one. I had LaCroix. LaCroix because I was like, LaCroix. 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 Whatever it is. It's the one. Speaking of the drag race. So, the black bitches been getting into it. <laughs> Not the black bitches. As as Tamisha say, the little black bitches have been getting into it. So if y'all have been following the um drag queen drama, Tamisha Aman called out Monet Exchange for um critiquing her throughout the whole season. And um in case y'all don't know, uh Monique and Bob the drag queen have a uh Monet. Monet. Who, who did I say? Monique. Okay, yeah, Monet. Monet Exchange and Bobby Drash um, Queen have a um, show, Silver Robbie, whatever. Woo, woo, woo. And they go on there and they really do, like, you know, they don't really just go in, but it's a critique show. And that's everybody is saying, like, Tamisha, why are you mad at a critique show? And what you have to understand is, is that sometimes, like, when you critique people, you leave the door open for them to say something back to you to critique you back. And that's all that it was. Because like I said before, I, uh, I've i only rooted for Monet because black this whole time. Like, let's just be honest. Like, Monet never, Monet didn't even give me, like, Monet didn't even give a good showing on Drag Race when she was on there. Both I don't times. think I remember her as the, spon- the sponges. And that was, yeah, you remember that because it was bad. Yes, like she, like I don't. <laughs> she, she did not put up a good showing on either time she was on Drag Race. All I remember about Monet's sponges and leotards, because she had plenty of leotards. But she kept trying to say that. Um, but that's what to me, to me, build up all this, um, all this, um, all this, uh, what you want to call it, Rigor promotion roll. about she was gonna, uh, yeah, a bunch of bullshit that she was gonna read Monet on Tuesday. And Tuesday came and she got on her live and started apologizing about some shoe orders or some just crazy bullshit. I'm like, girl, we come for you to read Monet. But that's a bunch of bullshit. And you know what she did? What? She started she started a, a um network where you can go actually watch the interviews now on her network. And what I interviews? Think- she did, um she supposed to did one with Candy Muse. Oh, Candy Muse and tried to get it on the action too. Candy Muse is walking around here trying to act like she's um want peace and everything with Tamisha, but still kind of still shading Tamisha in the same breath. And it's like, girl, okay, you'll get your head taken off your neck. Cause Tamisha love to fight. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Child. She looked like she fight. Not even like when she in drag, like as a boy. She looked messy too. She from Alabama. 
So did you hear about the pastor that actually resigned because one of his new semi-news leaked? Mm-mm, what happened? So a hillside church is rocked by yet another sex scandal as married New Jersey pastor Darnell Burnett, 32, resigned after sending photos photos of himself in a very revealing gym tights to another woman, but called it an honest mistake. Oh. So I'm what, seeing him now. He fine. He is. You see the meat? I do see the meat. And that was inappropriate for you. I, I mean, it is kind of inappropriate for you to post that. Like, you know, I hate I hate when men try to like act like they don't know that their bud their buzz is showing. Like that's so that's that's so uh to me. Like you you know your buzz is showing, you want it to be showing. Like cut the bullshit. But, but from what I'm seeing in this article, I so I do remember kind of like skimming over this article. Didn't like he get busted, he got busted because he like accidentally added somebody to his um his green circle thing or whatever on, on Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. And tried to act like he did it by accident. Yes. Just no game having ass nigga. I need to I need to see can I get joined to his his um friends only. Sure. He probably don't post it on there. He tried using it as a way to get that woman. So he resigned after that, and so the scandal. So the, what the other scandal was that church actually had another scandal. What was it? So this other scandal was another set scandal that they had where they um the pastor of the church, where the of the New York City pr- version of the church, I should say, was fired for cheating on his wife. Oh, shit, that's not surprising. I keep telling y'all if 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 you want to cheat in peace. Get you a church, bitch. They will let you cheat in peace. And they'll every time you cheat, they'll blame the other woman. They'll never blame you or the or in well, whatever whatever you do is never gonna be your fault. They'll always blame themselves or somebody else. And you can just do what you want to do. <laughs> praise God. Do you say praise God? Yes. You get you a church woman <laughs> or get you or, or data nurse, data RN, you can really cheat in peace. Because they tired. They work all the time. Lord have mercy. Everybody I know, I, I hate to say this, but every dude I know who's a nurse, they nigga cheat on them. Why? Because they be scared. I have I don't know what it is about that. I have no clue. Do not ask me why. But every nigga that I know that is a nurse, they boyfriends cheat on them. Y'all can hit him up at Winston underscore statue. What the fuck you hit me up for? I'm just the saying. Debate, the debate that it, it, it is not true. Hit your man up. <laughs> Deal sex with your man, not me. That's what Portia just said. Bitch, I don't want your man. Come on. Keisha <laughs> <Cole>. <laughs> Come on, Keisha Cole. All right. So this is what's been going on in Atlanta recently with Grinder. The people. Oh are wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get there, speaking of the okay. code, did you see that? Did you watch the verses? Yes, I watched the verses. I watched the second half of the verses. I didn't get to see the the full first half. Did you like did, it? I did because I'm a big fan of SWV and Escape. Okay, I did. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was really, really good. It was the only one I watched since, all the way through since the uh, Monica and Brandy one. Um, yeah, it was good. 
the what were you saying? <laughs> so it so robbers are using grinder to lure dates again. again. I feel like I feel like we keep talking about this on this show. We do so, but now it's it's becoming an epidemic. Is it epidemic? Girl, it's been an epidemic since the fucking uh since two thousand two when they was luring niggas over the chat line. So apparently going on. So apparently in Atlanta since February, there has been eight eight to nine robberies where people have been lured, been going on dates with guys and being lured to on to isolated places and getting robbed mm. at gunpoint. This is ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. I mean. I don't know. It's just it's just certain signs that you just know and like um, should look out for. I'm not trying to like. I mean, people gonna say I'm. I don't know. I don't know. It's always a word for something when you say something that's not popular. I don't know if people gonna say this is shaming or what. But like, for example, one thing you gotta look at: if somebody hits you up that's out of your league, more than likely. That's a sign. Like you need to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of watch out. Like, but people be so like crazy. Nobody thinks like, because that's happened to me before, and it's been like real people though. I'm like, I mean, I, I'm not an ugly dude, but I, I think I'm, you know, woo, 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 but girl, why you hitting me up? You fuck, you fine, fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you hitting me up? Like, that's what I be like. <laughs> I be asking, I, I ask that question sometimes. Y'all gotta start asking that question. Sometimes, if it's too good to be true, sometimes it is. And stop going after trade. Uh, people that claim they trade. That's, that's, niggas, uh, listen, trade, trade who want to mess with a dude and they're on an app ain't about shit. So, like, that type of trade that you think that they're not on apps. Quit fucking with Trey. I was telling, oh, I was on house party this weekend. Oh, really? With the crew. And I shared a story with them about how um, me and two other guys got robbed in the Frenchie's drive-thru um, in Houston um, by trade. Because one of the dudes, um, we, were, we were in a convertible. And I was in the back seat, and one of the dudes, we were in Frenchie's drive through. You know, Frenchie's drive through be long. It used to like spill out. Frenchies? Frenchie's chicken. Oh, I don't know. I've never been to Houston. Okay. Okay. I thought you probably knew from being a Beyonce stand. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, revolt. but it, um, um, it, the, the line used to spill out the, um, damn onto Scott Street. So we was in line waiting. And so, this dude was walking by, and the guy started hollering, started catcalling Trey. And, like, this dude, long story short, this dude pulled out a gun and, like, told us to give us woo-woo-woo-woo. And this nigga is just laughing and giggling the whole time. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we about to die. I think he was just trying to scare us, because the only thing he took was, like, my, um, I keep, I'm not going to call him my homeboy. I don't. I didn't really know the guy who did the cat calling. I knew the okay. other guy. And and all he really took was his like money that he had in his hand to like buy his chicken. That's all he oh, took was me. his like money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I guess because it was the daytime. But that shit really scared the fuck out of me. Like, stop fooling around with like people who. I, I, 
Like, trade ain't what you want. I know. So, also, if they can't, if, you, if they're afraid to show them, show their face, don't be meeting unknown people. I know we say this all the time because we do, we feel, like you just said before, I feel like we do this story like almost every episode where someone's getting robbed. Mm-hmm. So, y'all be careful out there. And just quit really agreeing. I think a lot of times, quit agreeing to like pay people for like sex and stuff over um, them type of channels um i mean anybody that's willing to have sex with you for 40 some dollars or whatever that's not nothing you want to get involved with anyway and if you're gonna like and if you want to buy you some ass or dick like go through the appropriate channels like actually reach out to somebody who is like actually you know who, who does that like you ain't gotta like it's I can't tell the girls nothing because listen, we'll be reading another one of these stories <laughs> in the next episode. So, going on to the next story, did you read Elin Harris's books growing up? Um, don't pull my gay card. I read them. I read Invisible Life, but I do not remember anything from it. Okay. So you might get a chance to remember it because his books are coming to HBO soon. I heard about that. So according All to of- like the first three books, the trilogy. Okay. So um, according to Deadline.com, that Elin Harris's first three books, Invisible Life, Just That I Am, and Abide With Me, will be has been opted to come to HBO very soon. Um pretty much coming to the screen. Mm. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited, but I know a lot of people have already started. The new millennials are oh, not girl. But Gen, Gen X. Gen Z? Gen Z, I'm sorry. Gen I Z. don't know. They make my ass itch. But whoever you, I know you're talking about. The new niggas. The new niggas has already complained that it's another DL story coming to life because most of his books were about um, DL love, you know all that stuff. But what is, you know, people, black people, kill me with that shit. All that old trauma and all that type of bullshit. It's like, girl, these stories need to be told. Maybe you don't apply in it, whatever. But every, you don't have to see yourself in everything black. It's okay to sit some shit out that don't apply to you. That's black. Like, we really got to learn that. I know for me, it's certain things that I will admit, quote unquote, the new term black trauma that I don't watch, but I truthfully don't watch it because it's no, it's not for me. But like you said, there is a audience for it. Audience and it, it, for it. It, it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be made. Right. Just because you're not into it. And so even with these books, I think these books are very important because number one, he was like the first black gay um, author to be black gay author to have a best-selling book back to back to back to back to back. Would you go to chopping up cocaine? Bitch, no. Um, keep talking. <laughs> you the child. Out of all things, girl. So... <laughs> So he's like, so he's his novels were the bestsellers, and then also for the fact that he's no longer here, that to keep his legacy alive. Mm. So I'm excited. 
We'll see, Chill. I'll, um, that's dope, though. That's his books. We should do, uh, there should be more, um, um, black gay books. Like, I want to read, like, uh, there are some black books out there, but they trying to be, like, um, uh, the ones I've seen recently, they try to be so, uh, what's the word for it? Um, they be trying to, a lot of these, it's especially one particular black gay author, they try to tap into academia when it's really not their lane. Okay. It's like, girl, just go on and write that, write a trash gay novel and, and, and give us what people want. And I think like, there's a, here. I think there's a, um, there's a void in the market for it because Elin has been gone for like almost 10 years. At least 10 years, I should say. And I know a lot of his books, I know a lot of people that are authors that's black and gay or LGBTQ, whatever, has been influenced by him. So I think there should be, a, there should be, there's a market out there. That's I have a, what's called a, I have a screenplay I've been writing that I feel like it's more of a big a book series than like a movie. So it, it, it's, a, it, I mean, I just feel like it's just so much, it's so much black shit out there. You don't have to focus on the shit that you don't like. And I like, I had to like start doing that, like um, on my timeline and the way that I, you know, curate my timeline now. I don't really spend much time talking about what I don't like and just spend time talking about what I do like. Right. And it's like, I wish like more of us would just, and you give me injured to shit. Tell us what you love. Like, there's this particular, I, I would never say this bitch name on my podcast, but it's a particular um dusty ass chef that be on Twitter. And it's like, and all he posts is reviews. He posts reviews of like um when he have negative experiences at places. And it's Tell like us a positive experience. Share your positive experiences when you go places. That's going to get you further. People are going to recognize that. That is more marketable than your negative shit. But anyways. All right. Fuck them. Fuck them. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and while we're talking about black LGBTQ voices, did you watch last week's episode of po last week episodes of polls? Okay, so don't take my um, black <laughs> card again. But I've only seen season one of Pose. I still need to watch season two, season three, and I guess season four now. Um, which four. is good. This we just this is season four, isn't it? No, this season three. So I don't have that much to catch up on. I thought no. there was like, I thought I had two whole seasons to catch up on. No, you got to do just one. Oh, okay. Okay, that shouldn't be so bad. I mean, because the show was good. It's just like, I'm one of the people, here's how I watch TV. I can enjoy something and I feel like something is good and still don't have to watch it. That's how I am with Insecure. I watched the first season of Insecure. Rah, rah, rah. Tens across the board. Great show. I just don't feel the need that I have to keep watching it. Why? <laughs> I just don't believe that I have to keep watching it. <laughs> I just don't feel I mean, it great. I mean, I in, I thoroughly enjoyed the first season of that show. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I just don't have a reason to go back. 
you just keep the memory of the first season. Like the first season was good. I'm just done. I don't know. It's not that. It's just that. It's, I, I just. I mean. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Re- it's, it's real quick for me to give up on shows, and then I come back to them and like binge it and stuff, or whatever. But yeah, I give up on the show quick. It, it could be good. I just been all right. I'm on. I'm on something else. <laughs> <laughs> you such a mess. You such a mess. So, um, I know you heard a story about Janet Mock, one of the Pose writers and creators. So, Janet Mock gave a speech at the Pulse premiere in which she demanded better treatment and higher pay for Hollywood for the trans community and revealed that she cheated with someone in the crew and asked her boyfriend, Angel Biz- Bismarck, I'm sorry, Andrew Bismarck Cruel, who plays Bit Little Poppy on the show, not to leave her and slam the show for his writing. Mind you, she's one of the show's writers. Mm-hmm. I think she's trash. And I think that it's no, it's it's okay with saying that. I think that, um, you know, on Twitter, you can't say um, that type of thing, you know, that type of stuff. You have to um, say that trans people are perfect people and they don't do anything wrong. Just because they're oppressed, I think we act like trans people can be bad people. Um, when That was shitty as fuck. Because whatever you said before then about... Um, um, equal pay or whatever i get it but all that shit was voided out when you start talking about um your boyfriend and cheating on him and all making him stand up and all that stuff and what i always say like what if that was like what if that was a man who made his much younger girlfriend who's also his like subordinate up under up under him stand up in the middle of a uh, reception and like apologize for cheating on her with somebody else in the cast. Just imagine the think pieces that would be flying and abuse of power and you know, all that shit would be going on. But right. none of that. You heard none of that with this. Right. And it, she has a pattern because allegedly she left her, she cheated on her husband with Lil Poppy. And now she's cheating yeah. on Lil Poppy. With someone else on the crew, but we don't know who. Well, he ought to know the end. But I'm surprised the videos haven't popped up yet. Because he's a hoe. You know, she's a hoe. Let me stop. Before they try to try shut down our shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, that was really trash of her. Um, I wonder if she still do her podcast because she had an interview that she did with. um. Tina knows that was like pretty pretty good. It's still up on um Apple Podcast. Y'all go check out her um interview she did with Tina knows. It was real good. I'm gonna check it out. What's in, you remember the name of it? She doesn't have many episodes of her podcast. Like it's it'll be easy to find. Okay. Yep. 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 All right. So speaking of dating. We're gonna get into the ten reasons why gay dating is really hard. Oh, girl, shit! So it's ten. It's ten. So I found this article on HuffPost written by Barry so Paul. White gay. Yeah, it's a white gay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not a racist, guys. We're not, but you know, I ain't racist. <laughs> we're not, but you know. <laughs> 
when you find articles and you look for content, is most most of it will admit has been coming from white gays. And I do, and I will admit that I'll be trying hard to find some black gay content, but it's really child black gays be talking about um uh, what everybody you know I never really paid attention to people talking about all y'all talk about on the top about is tops and bottoms, but you know what? There's a very very popular um, um account on Twitter. All that bitch talk about is top and bottom everything, and you girls eat it up when he talk about it. So. What is the truth? Are y'all really tired of it? Are y'all tired about it being talked about from certain people? Probably from certain people. Mm. Anyway. All right. Going. So I'm going to read down the list and tell, find and tell you the reason why he thinks gay dating is hard. And I'm going to read the list and sometimes I'm going to stop. Girl, you know, the instructions just go do what you do. All right. So number one. We're all a sex monsters. Chow. It, it, I guess. Number, I, uh, uh, but keep going. Number two, sex is easy for us. Now, I will say that. Um, sex is real easy to come about. Um, sex, should, sex should be easy for the straights. But straights... Um, Buying for that societal bullshit that you gotta sing and dance and do all that bullshit before you have sex with somebody, and you gotta try to uh, the woman gotta try to uh, act like she don't want to give it to her, and the man gotta act like he gotta take it, and that's what create rape culture. But we're not gonna go into that today. But keep going. <laughs> so, uh, so what? So admittedly, what he said is the same thing you said. So reading a quote. He said, with a date with dating app culture running among gay men, by far had the easiest outlook for looking for sex. And add to the fact that when we go to bars, almost everyone in the room is a possible partner. In some ways, our chances are double. This isn't the case for our straight counterparts. Mm-mm. Straight people can't get on an app and get their dick sucked in a restroom in 30 minutes. I think like a straight dude, a straight dude doesn't have that. I mean, maybe they do got some apps like that. But like you can be like, girl, you can be out and about on a Sunday and hop on an app and find somebody to meet you in the restroom somewhere real quick. That's just how gay. That's why sex is so accessible. You go to Macy's. You go to the Macy's bathroom if you're in Atlanta. Child, cruising. Child, don't don't go to jail. I know. Number three. We say one. We say we want one thing, but we really want another. Mm, explain that one. All right. So basically, he's saying that we want we want something. We have our expectations. Okay, I'm gonna just read it. We have expectations. <laughs> we have expectations for one thing, but then we say we want something else. Like for example, some people say they want a relationship, but then they act like they really don't want a relationship. And and that comes. I think that comes from like people um, not truthful about. Sex, some people will lie and say they want those things, but really all they really want is something else. And it's like a lot of times we don't give people the room to be like honest with this shit. It's okay to say this, you just want sex. It's it's very okay to say you just want sex. Number four, we'll have we have very deep oh scars. I need my glasses now. 
you know what? I think a lot of gays create their scars. Um, and they like um create scars that really aren't scars, and mm-hmm. they just everybody we especially today we live in this victimhood world, like gay dudes will have a bad dating experience that lasts maybe a month or so, and they will let them drag that for like two years. Oh my god, I had a bad experience. <laughs> And I'm like, girl, it's just not that serious. It's just I, really not. I think sometimes that most of us have scars that from our childhood and uh and early adults that we just need to go get help from. Us talk to a therapist. Uh, yeah, that's true. And so, but at the same time, it's up to you to do that. But we can't blame someone else. For our issues, but I think a lot of us do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right, number five, we go through a second adolescence. That is definitely true, right there. And I always said that because, like, we don't get a chance to like experience dating, like how like other people. When you fourteen, fifteen in high school, you get to have your little girlfriend or boyfriend come to the house. Like, you can't do that when you gay. You can do it yeah. now. The kids can do that now, but we did we our generation. She what kids? I mean, you I mean, yeah, I got the kid. I mean, I, I'm sure kids now are more open like at school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I, I'm really lost when it comes to kids because I don't really I don't really see kids. Like <laughs> but like you <laughs> so like are parents really, really more accepting of like children being gay these days? Father, if you if you see it on the if you see it on the news because now you know the kids now could they can take their same sex partner to the to the prom. They, I mean, you know what? Have, so when I, when I was in school in the early two thousands, high school in the early two thousands, the lesbians were starting to do that. Like mm-hmm. the the the, the lesbians were starting to be like holding hands in the hallways and all this shit. But the gays, the most flamboyant punk would beat your ass if you called him gay. <laughs> yeah, time look. Yes, time has changed. Because <laughs> now the kids they be going on same sex dating and all this stuff now. So, mm. but all you right. don't get it, like I say, and then that's why, like I think, um, yeah, they do. People relive that that they didn't have. And my therapist, under my old therapist, used to say that most gay men had to have the um. Personality of a sixty of a sixty old schoolgirl. Yes, I say that all the time. Gay men act like sixteen year old schoolgirls, especially when it comes to friendships. And it's like we are not in high school. Like we, and, and I think it is. They be trying to relive high school with their adult friends. We cannot have a childhood teenage friendship being thirty year old men. In my case, forty. Okay. <laughs> because, <laughs> because even when you, even in they forty, they still feel this. They still do the same. Yes. <laughs> All right, mm. number six, we have unrealistic expectations. That is true. I think um, gay men can get really, really. I call it fairy telly, and it's like everything is not gonna be like. I always like roll my eyes when I hear um, gay men always talk about when they get a husband and kids, and it's like, 
it, to me, I think like a lot of times gay men want kids come from a place of being selfish mm-hmm. and not only being selfish, but not all of them. I'm not saying all gay men that want kids are like this, but a lot of them, it comes from a place of selfishness. And also, and this may be very controversial, but it comes from a place of wanting to be, quote unquote, normal. Like they feel like I have to prove to everybody else that I'm just like you. I can have a family. I can do this. I'm just like you. And I feel like I don't have to do all that to be respected. True. Bitch. Part of of, um, one of the benefits of being gay is not having to deal with no motherfucking kids, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of us have I think a lot of us have this fairy tale, like you just said before. Had this fairy tale well, limit. You know, no, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna cut you off, but then hold mm-hmm. on. What, what kids about the kids thing is a lot of them. How I know it's it's selfish and it's all about a fantasy thing. Is that you can go adopt kids without having a man, having a husband. If you really want kids and you're and what you want to do is provide a better child, a, a better life for a kid. If that's what you want to do, you can go adopt a child. You don't need a man. That's you and your True. fairy tale shit. But keep going. You can also, <laughs> you also could inseminate without, you can the, do without the man. You, want to do. you don't need a man. That's what I'm saying. It all every t- I want you to pay attention. Every time the gays talk about kids, it's always surrounding a man having a husband. Pay attention to it. I'm gonna pay attention next time because it's selfish. But keep going. <laughs> so uh, I think a lot of us have a es- high expectations because we have, like you said before, have this fairy tale of Prince Charming, and he got to have a big dick. He got to have this. He got to have that. 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 And all that shit contradicts each other most right. of the time. <laughs> so that's part of the reason why gay dating is hard. What number? Mm. Are we? I don't know, number we seven. Don't Number seven. Number seven. Timing is everything. Mm, I believe in it and I don't believe in that. Okay. Because <clears throat> I don't believe in that whole... I hate when people say... Um, this may sound bad too. And people be like, I'm just working on myself and I'm trying to do... The, I understand you got to have like yourself together, but I think a lot of times that is an excuse and a cop-out. And you should just say that you don't want a man. You don't want a relationship. You don't want to be with nobody. You don't want to date. It's okay with saying that. You ain't got to do that whole, I'm working on myself. It's That's very that's very single motherish. I'm a single mom and I take care of my kids. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't like that. It, it's I'm, just, sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like, I haven't laugh at that. <laughs> I haven't laugh at that. It's very, it's very much that energy. And I feel like if you're dating somebody and you're in a relationship with somebody, that shouldn't hinder you from working on yourself. You should be able to date and still work on yourself. I never understood why those two can't be done at the same time. I mean, I can look at it from the standpoint of that you don't want to bring the same baggage like we said earlier about the scars that you don't want to bring the same baggage into into a new relationship from your old relationship. I get it. But then at the same time, how long are you going to continue to be working on yourself? Because some of y'all ain't never going to ain't going to be there. Where you think right. you're going because 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 like we just said you have unrealistic expectations so you go <laughs> so you're not really gonna ever get there so I child 
Number eight. Number eight. <laughs> there isn't pressure to be coupled up. I don't think uh, pressure. I would say pressure. There's no benefit to being like coupled up because like, I tell you right now, I don't see. I don't see me ever getting married until unless it gets to a point to where it makes financial sense. Okay. Until then, what the fuck I'm getting married for? And love. I, I, baby, love is never enough to get married. <laughs> listen, <laughs> baby. Listen, kiddos. You never marry nobody because you love them. Okay? Listen to your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never marry nobody. Love is never enough to marry somebody. And I just... um, It's no... It's no incentive to be coupled up. Like I said, if... It'll be, it 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 have to make financial sense it, for me to marry somebody. Other than that, I have no reason to get married, and I think that that part is missing. Like, there's really no biological children there that kind of like keeps you, um, you know. There's nothing to lose, you know. Even if we live together, nigga, please bye. I can go get me a lease tomorrow. I ain't gotta sit up in here with your ass. Bye. You know what I'm saying? So it's no. You get what I'm saying? I get it. I understand what you're saying completely. Mm. What you think about that? So my thoughts are the same as yours because there's no need because like you just said, most of us don't have kids to keep us together and then there's no need for us to be together and then I do, I still believe in marriage and love so I will admit that but at the same time marriage is a, as my mama told me is is a business plan. It is. And, and, and that has to do with gay people. I think straight people ain't got no business getting married unless you um unless it makes financial sense or that other reason. Even if you got kids, child ain't no reason to get married. Uh, we we gonna get controversial. <laughs> we gonna get <laughs> real. I ain't marrying you because I got no fucking kids by you. <laughs> I ain't marrying you because I love you. I'm marrying you because I need <laughs> I need these bills paid. No, I'm no, no. Not because I need these bills paid. Because <laughs> bitch, not because I need the bills paid. That you gonna do that regardless. I, I, I need to get married just in case when we leave, we ain't gotta fight and argue shit. We ain't gotta waste time. We just go our separate ways. You know what I'm saying? It makes that easier when it's time. We're not saying when it's time to go, Lord, because you don't want to, you know, want to pick her in. But should that time come, it makes it easier for everybody to go their separate ways. Right. That's all. All right. Number nine is we I are. I that from Judge Judy. Judge Judy. <laughs> Judge Judy said that about um. <laughs> that's why you get married. It's because because uh, uh, boyfriend and girlfriends come in court arguing about shit. She's like, I can't do nothing about this. If y'all was married, I could I, I could rule on something. But girl, get out of here with this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's, she's, she's a savage. Judge Judy is the savage. <laughs> You marry for your protections. But number nine. Number nine, we are afraid of commitments. Mm. Any thoughts uh, on that? I would uh, I would say afraid. I, I, I think we say afraid and we really just mean niggas just don't want it. <laughs> so we tell so we tell ourselves that the nigga we want is afraid of commitment, but if he really just don't want commitment. But saying that he's afraid of it makes us feel better. Mm. 
<laughs> That's all I can say about that. <laughs> mm. That's a softer blow to us. <laughs> <laughs> and number 10, the last one, jealousy plays our community. Um, yeah. I, I don't think jealousy gets in the way of dating, though. You? I think it adds an issue to it because a lot of us are insecure, have our insecurities on display because you see it on, you see our insecurities on display on social media all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, now, here's the deal. I don't, I won't date a dude or date or get involved with anybody who, like, their friends have such a strong hold on their dating life and their opinions on their dating life and mm-hmm. um, all that type of shit. Like, 16-year-old schoolgirls, if your friendship vibe is like that, that's A lot of jealousy plays in those friend circles, in those type of. So I don't really, I wouldn't, you know, I don't really deal with that if I like see that type of behavior. What about insecurity in a guy that's like very possessive and all that stuff? Listen, I can't date an insecure dude. I tried that in 2019. Can't do it. Won't do it. Get it together. You, I mean, here's the deal. I, I'm the type of person like, if I see somebody fine, I'm, I'm like, oh, bitch, look at him. Look at him. He fine, ain't he? And like, you know, I, it's like, it's just like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't know. I get what you mean. I can't deal with an insecure guy. And, and you know, a, a lot of times, people are insecure because a lot of times people give them reason to be insecure. I don't give people a reason to be insecure. And if you're still going to be insecure and I don't give you a reason to be insecure, yeah, we got to, we can't do this one. Mm. So that's, I think, a lot of a lot of us let our insecurities get in the way and we just get jealous over every little thing, which is not even the case. Mm-hmm. And the bonus track to this, because I think, the, I think my personal reason why I think gay dating is so hard, because most of y'all niggas don't know how to communicate. Listen, that's that's big. And oh, you know, speaking of communication, I'm gonna ask you a question about uh, communicating because me, Ryan, and Jay got into it. Uh, not got into it, but was going back and forth in a group chat about this. Oh, what God. is your I? What is your um? What is your um opinion or how you feel when somebody texts you what you doing? Like WYD. So at first I will be annoyed, but depending on the person, because I find myself depending on the depending on the person, and depending on our relationship, our um relationship meaning, are we getting to know each other? Are we getting to? Are we having? Do we have great communication ahead of time? I wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. But if you have WYD me all day. And only has to use one word sentences. I'll be annoyed then. Okay. And I know a lot of I know a lot of people on the timelines like WYD. It's like you need to grow up and all that stuff. But yeah, you do need to grow up and use your words. But then at the same time, depending those on those are words. Here's the deal. I was your what? What was your take? Here's the deal. I feel like. I, I don't know why what you're doing kicks y'all asses so much. 
It's not what, you it's not what you're doing. It's WYD. WYD is simply a salutation. It's not even. It doesn't really mean what you're doing anymore. It's simply a hello, a way to open up a text, a way to um, just to say hi. It's not really. You don't really have to reply with what you're doing. And and I think that once you see it that way, you it don't really, it won't really kick your ass as much. Like you, you won't really make a big deal about it. It won't ignore you as much. Um, I also think it comes from talking on the phone, mm-hmm. it, it, and it doesn't translate well in text. Because when you're on the phone with somebody, what you doing? You right. know what I'm saying? That doesn't translate well in text, and I think that's what it is. And that's com- coming from you because you said earlier in earlier in earlier episode that you don't really like texting anyway. I do not like texting. If, if I text you what you doing, that's me saying, hey, I'm usually coming back with another text before you can even reply to me. I don't even want you to reply to what you're doing. That's just me saying, hey, hey, girl, I'm here in your, in your <laughs> inbox. I'm in your inbox right now. That's just what that is. <laughs> I can't. But y'all want people to um come in y'all inbox um floating on a cloud of um, um gold. Yes, with these oh you don't even do that in real life if you see somebody. So why do you want people to like girl, who the fuck y'all think y'all are? I understand because a lot of because I mean a lot of us have bad communication. So in my case, I will admit I have I've been a WYD lately when I text the guy that I'm currently getting to know. But we talk on the phone, which a lot of us don't talk on the phone these days. We just text. Mm. And yeah. And I will admit it's for me, it's like getting used to talking on the phone because I usually just text anyway, but talking on the phone, you get a clear Listen, I always say these niggas these days don't like talking on the phone because you got to have a personality to carry on a phone conversation. Anybody can be charming over text messages. And that's and and and, and that's one reason why I, I don't I mean if I'm like getting to know somebody, I'm not going to sit here and text you all day. Texts text messages for me is just quick. Um I'm on my way. Uh do 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 or what time are we meeting up? It's for quick. It's not for full conversations. Like I still treat texts like they cost ten cents each. Like <laughs> <laughs> we ain't for the sit here and go back and forth all day about nothing. Oh Lord, I can't. Not ten cents each. They haven't. That's that's been out since two thousand and five, man. You remember when? when you remember when? Though, you remember the yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Listen, you'll get like two hundred texts free. Then after that, each one costs ten cents. Mm. These kids would never know I'm what it was saying. like. Have to buy minutes for your phone. You won't be watching WYD and for real. You just put WYD, put the full paragraph. We'll do it. Shit. Listen, do a call instead after nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand that. But, <laughs> but seriously, but a lot of a lot of us need to learn how to communicate because we need to communicate what we really want from a relationship, what we expect from someone when we dating, what what type of relationship that we're gonna have? If, we, if it's gonna be open, it's gonna be polyamorous. If it's gonna be monogamous, a lot of this bush, a lot I of this stuff could be gone. 
with all that them titles of polyamorous, all this shit, I want niggas to stop focusing on this shit and just do whatever you want to do and quit trying to put a name to stuff. Right. Because I think that that trips a lot of people up too. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to have a, a name to the type of relationship that you're doing. Like, it doesn't have to be a, a name for it. Just do just do, do it. Worse, do a do a word for you. Yes, it doesn't have to be a name for it. Because I think a lot of y'all or I think a lot of people, um, these this new thing of calling themselves um, either open or whatever, it's like y'all really just that because y'all both hoes. And y'all know that if y'all are really monogamous, y'all both just going to cheat on each other anyway. So you might as well just open this bitch up. Which, hey, it's nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like don't be acting like you just, just the, you're a pioneer for like um, what you're doing. It's like, girl, stop. But right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. So that's pretty much it. So there's all the 10 reasons and then plus the bonus tracks of why gay dating is hard. So if you have any comments, make sure you email, you text us and let us know your comments and like what's your reason why gay dating is hard. Let us know in the comments. All right. We're going to go to our asking for a friend. Niggas expectation. Niggas be trying to date out their league. Stay in your lane. Stay in your league. <laughs> don't be acting like don't be a precious. What? You remember Precious was you remember Precious on, on the on the show was on that light skinned dude? Let me stop. I can't. Because people gonna be like, oh my god, you're saying that since he's fat, she shouldn't have a light skin. Like, I'm grown. They got time for that. Lord. So we're gonna go start <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> All right. This week's question is the archer. This episode's question, I should say. Do you lose respect for friends when they cheat on their significant others? Do I lose respect for my friend? And she, I don't. Um, I set the tone with my friends. Like, if I know that y'all are not in like a um, thing where y'all do y'all thing, y'all have an understanding. You can't bring your side piece around me. Like, especially if I know your your boyfriend and like I've been around him. He comes around. He's been to my home. All this stuff. No, 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 no. You can't bring your side piece around. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm, I'm just not fake like that. I'm going to so ask questions. Away from me. I'm going right. questions. I'm going to be nosy. I'm going to be all in your shit. And you're going to be mad at me because I'm listen. Don't ask me to lie for you and none of that type of shit. Like, I ain't doing it. Now, if, if I know you ain't in a relationship and you need me a lot of one of your hoes, cool. I mean, all day long. But, like, I'm not lying to, like, the nigga you live with. <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> I'm like I'm. I don't lose respect for you, but keep me out. Keep me out your bullshit. Don't be yes. using my. Don't be using my name for your alibi because I'm. I don't like to lie either. <laughs> don't bring your side piece around me. Don't and like oh this such and such. This is such because I'm gonna ask where is, uh, like where's where Johnny at? Yeah, like what you doing? Like yeah. So unless y'all unless y'all had a uh as we just said earlier open relationship. Keep that shit to me. Keep that shit to yourself. Listen, you got to. All right. As we get ready to close our show out, who are you shooting your shot to this week? This this episode. I keep saying this week. Um. Nobody. 
But I, I got somebody I want to cuss out. Did oh, you see Lord. that uh, tweet that K. Michelle tweeted? About, yes. uh, what she gonna ask, what's a power bottom? I'm blocked by her, but yes, I saw the tweet. What you say to get blocked? I mean, it, it's plenty that one could say to get blocked by K. Michelle. But what did you say to get blocked by K. Michelle? I'm a vlogger. <laughs> you a block? Oh, girl. Yes. Oh, you bossing? Bitch. <laughs> 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 you bossing? <laughs> Basically, I'm bossing. Yes. Listen, when when she went off on that dude, that shit was I. I'm sorry, that shit was hilarious. That was hilarious as fuck to me. You you got an Afro talking about you from Africa. Okay, Michelle is a mess. But anyways, girl, quit trolling. You know what the fuck that is. And I want to say, clear something. I don't think a power bottom. I think a power bottom is more than just like someone's ability to take dick. Like a, a power bottom is more like a mindset. Don't you think? I think so too. I respect power bottoms. And I think power bottoms are more like they're just not. They're usually like take charge in in sex. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like they take charge in initiating it, which. I have no problem with that. And it's like, they just, it's, it's, I think it's really like, it's a control thing. Um, Cause even though my ability to take dick is very, very low, mm-hmm. I'm still very much when I do bottom, I'm still very much a power bottom. Because I have to be in control of the situation at all times. And that's that's one reason why I don't bottom because I don't like to be in control, and it's not many people who can control me. All right, hey girl, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you can't control you can't control this coochie. All right, <laughs> uncontrollable coochie, uncontrollable coochie. <laughs> Untamed and all that stuff. <laughs> no, but for real, like you, it, it ain't really people that can like do that. So that's why I be like just minding my business when it comes to that. But yeah, girl, like people think like a power bottom is like just somebody who can take a big dick. I'm like, no. no. A power bottom is somebody who don't um when 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 the top hit them up the fuck don't drop everything they doing to take dick. Exactly. That's a that's power my, bottom. That's my that's my opinion as well. That's a power bottom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bitch? We fuck when I get ready to. And I don't want to fuck right now. That's... Andre. <laughs> Andre. Who are you shooting your shout-out to this week? I'm shooting my shout-out to to um this couple that I know. Um, DJ and Darnell, they have a restaurant in Kennesaw, which is outside of Atlanta, um, called Forks and Flavors. That's I went. Cute. I went to their um, restaurant yesterday, me and my roommate, Tony. We went to go to mm. the house brunch. The food was amazing, which was a brunch buffet. They had the service serve your food, so you had to, so you had to, very COVID-friendly. We had um, a mimosa called the Hawaiian mimosa, which was strong as fuck. Thank you, Garnell, for making this strong as hell. So shout out to them. So that's one shooting my shout out to. That's what's up. How far is Kennesaw outside of... Uh... Georgia, I mean, not Georgia, shit, outside of Atlanta. 20 minutes. Okay. That's not bad. 
That's where like Carmax is at, right? The Carmax yeah. headquarters and shit is at um in the council, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. As we get ready to close our show out, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Music, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Punk Punk Pods and let us know about you using us on Pod Punks by using the hashtag Pod Punks, I should say, and use the me email punkspod at gmail.com. You can also catch us on our personal. Instagram and Instagram. Uh, why keep repeating these words? Instagram and Twitter at grabyourjimmy.com. And I'm at wisdom underscore stature. And what's your Instagram? Uh, B underscore boy1984. And until next time, we'll see you when we see you. Bye.